your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to the Locked On Blues Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Hyman. And I'm taking you guys on a solo episode today to make sure we got time to preview for the big matchup versus the LA Kings tonight. But there is so much to talk about. I'm going to be getting into the Blues 4-0 undefeated start, uh, what it means for the rest of the season. Uh, talking about Craig Berube's future with the St. Louis Blues. Talking about Scott Perunovich winning AHL Player of the Week with his hot start. And finally, previewing tonight's matchup against the LA Kings. It's going to be an action-packed episode. But before we start... I want to thank all you guys who are listening to this tomorrow morning on your way to work or whatever it may be. Thank you guys so much for making us your first listen. Uh, that's our goal with these quick, easy 20-minute episodes is to be the first listen of the day. That way you guys can have a quick daily blight of blues content. But without further ado, I wanted to actually get into uh, not necessarily a controversy, but a bit of a, a bit of an interesting tweet that I saw that didn't get talked about a lot. Uh, apologies as I pull it up here. Um, is a tweet from that was quoting from um, 31, 32 thoughts um, from Merrick. And he said, talking about Jim Montgomery, Montgomery is on the bench right now with the St. Louis Blues. There's some speculation, and I've had people talk to me and have said that he is the next head coach of the St. Louis Blues. Um, obviously, four games into an undefeated season, wasn't necessarily anticipating talking about uh, potential future coaching change, but with a tweet like that coming across the timeline, I think it's difficult to ignore um, the possibility of Berube's time being limited in St. Louis. Um, I don't think, as JTAP says in chat, I don't think he's going to be fired after a 4-0 start. I don't think that was what the indication was, um, saying Jim Montgomery is the next head coach of the St. Louis Blues. But Craig Berube does have a contract that expires after next season, I believe. And I do think that there is a bit of a gap between the current talent, the young talent on this roster and the play style of Craig Berube. Um, Whether that is after his contract, whether that presents itself later in the regular season and it becomes apparent that there is a coaching change needed. It does seem like there's a bit of speculation um, amongst reporters, maybe even in the Blues organization, that they sort of already have a replacement in mind in Montgomery. You know, having him on the bench um, sort of seems like they're maybe planning on transitioning to him from Barubi at some point. Whether like Jay Tappy says in chat, thanks for all the chats. You make these episodes go by so so much easier. Um, and like, and if you guys want to uh, hop into chat, ask questions as well. Make sure you join the YouTube live streams. But anyways. Um, yeah, whether or not he, uh, ends the season with the blues or not, it does seem like Ruby's time could be limited. Um, not necessarily as a knock on his coaching ability, but I do think if you look at the future of this team, looking at the roster, looking at some of the names, the Jordan Kairos, the Robert Thomases of the world, they're not exactly players that fit into Craig Ruby's mold. Um, those are the, you know, the Ryan O'Reilly's the David Perraz, the two ways, the grinders, which the league is sort of moving away from that play style. So if the speculation is true and the blues do already have a replacement coach in mind for whenever they move on from Craig Ruby, it, it, in my opinion, at least for now, doesn't necessarily seem like a, a knock on Ruby's ability to lead the St. Louis blues and more so just acknowledging that the dynamic of the league is changing and the physicality 
Um, and two-way play that won the Blues a Stanley Cup isn't necessarily what it takes to win a cup anymore. And it's more about depth and, and forward depth and forward skill. Um, but that being said, this is a perfect opportunity to transition into the forward depth of the St. Louis Blues this season because, oh baby, has it been fun to watch this offense. I feel like I've been waiting for a five and a half goal per game offense since I started watching the Blues. Obviously, it's not going to sustain itself. They're not going to be putting up five goals a game for the remainder of the regular season. But I, I don't remember what the exact stat was, but I'm pretty sure it was like all but four players on the Blues got a point um, in the 7-3 win over the Kings, something like that. Um, so it, it's, it's been fun to watch and until, um, until, you know, that flourish or until that dies out, there's no reason to believe that, um, Craig Ruby can't lead this offense. So I, I don't think that it's a knock again, not a knock on his coaching. The defense has been questionable. The defense has been suspect, which is more of his strength, which is a little concerning that the defense is the area, um, that is lacking for the St. Louis Blues. Um, but the offense has been more than successful enough to carry this team, and it's allowed the defense to um, be confident and and sort of make mistakes and not have it kill them like it has in the past. Um, they've had turnovers and they've had lapses that have led to goals, but it's not like years in the past where the Blues have only been able to muster two, three goals a night and one defensive lapse can cost you the game. When the Blues are making defensive lapses, they're already up 7-1, to one, so it doesn't matter. Um, not sustainable over a full season, obviously, um, but it's wonderful to start like this. Uh, you know, last night you see Jake Neighbor, or last game you see a guy like Jake Neighbor getting involved, getting his first NHL goal. Um, Vladimir Tarasenko getting involved as well, continuing to have a strong start for the St. Louis Blues. It's been so much to like about this offense, and obviously the question now comes, is the defense able to uh, match that capability and, and match that um, that ability? And, and, and right now, I think the answer is no. I think the defense has been poor, um, but I don't think that that means that it's going to be poor for the rest of the season. Uh, the second segment, I'm going to be getting into what I think could be the answer for the St. Louis Blues if, if it's an in-house move, and that is Scott Brunovich, as MCAG says in chat. Um with Prunovich off to a hot start, does he get called up? If so, when? That is going to be the subject of the second segment of today's episode. But before we get into that, I want to tell you guys about DirecTV Stream. Now, does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends logging for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the TV, all the TV you love without the house, a great way to get TV together and it is called direct tv stream direct tv stream brings your live tv and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports movies and shows all in one place that means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again and the best part there is no annual contract so get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your tv together with direct tv stream you can learn more at directtv.com that's directtv.com compatible device requires Content varies by package. And when we return, I'm going to be getting into Scott Perunovich, his hot start, and debating the title of this episode, at least on YouTube. Is Scott Perunovich the best player in the NHL? And when will he translate that talent to the NHL? So don't go anywhere. All right. So before the break, MCAG in the YouTube chat asked a perfect question. With Prudovich off to a hot start in the AHL, 
does he get called up and if so when now if you guys haven't been following the uh the blues ahl fleet this season then you've been missing out on a uh fun little prospect named scott perunovich absolutely taking the league by storm with nine points in his first five games, winning AHL Player of the Week. And keep in mind, he's putting up nine points in five games as a defenseman. We all knew Scott Perunovich was going to be a great offensive defenseman, a great power play quarterback, and we knew that he was going to look great in the AHL. But I don't think any of us, myself included, expected him to look this good. And the title of this episode is Scott Perunovich, the best player in the AHL. That's not clickbait that's not exaggeration there is a legitimate chance that at this moment in time scott prunovich is pretty clearly the best player in the ahl um watching the highlights watching extended clips from his games he truly looks like he's just head and shoulders above the competition about out there it looks like the game is just moving slower for him than it is any other person on the ice and that is why he's able to rack up these point totals and win ahl player of the week um what a better what a great way to start the season for him couldn't imagine a better start um and this was part of the argument of why it may be better off for him to start down in the ahl just so we can build up that confidence playing on the first line rather than coming in and getting third line third pairing set maybe second pairing minutes for the blues um and not really able to get his his confidence going not really able to get his sea legs under him um in terms of playing at you know full game speed uh, now that we've been able to see five games of AHL performance from Scott Perunovich, it's pretty clear that he's probably NHL ready at his current state. Um, there's definitely some depth, not issues, but there's definitely some competition for the spot that he would eventually take. Um, you know, it's, it's difficult to say who comes out if you call him up, let's say for tonight's game, obviously that's not happening, but hypothetically looking at the defensive pairings right now, it's even though the defense has been poor, it's not just the easiest question to say, oh yeah, you put him here. You, you take Scandella. Well, no, because even though Scandella hasn't been anything special, he's still been one of your better defensive defensemen. Oh, you take Bortuzzo out. Well, then you're forcing uh, Brunovich to play on his offhand and also Bortuzzo has been one of your better defensive defensemen. So it, it's not like an immediate fix for the blues i don't think that they're going to be calling him up this week and that's going to be the defense for the rest of the season but if he continues to play at this torrid pace and tear up the ahl um and make guys look silly out there the blues are going to have no choice but to call him up and that is a good problem to have if, if scott perunovich plays his way into a spot regardless of whether or not the depth chart allows it that's a good problem to have because that means he's ready regardless of who's on the depth chart above him he could come up and get power play time um Second pairing time, who knows? It, it's obviously purely speculation, um, but it, it is a good problem to have. The Blues keep getting richer in terms of their depth, um, and defensive depth was or is the biggest concern right now, and Scott Brunovich playing the way that he's playing is uh, huge for that. That being said, he is more of an offensive defenseman, and the Blues don't really need more offense at the moment, so that could be sort of the flip side of the Perunovich argument is the last thing you really need right now is to take out, you know, a, a potentially helpful defensive defenseman and replace him with an undersized offensive defenseman because then the defensive woes are just going to get worse. Um, and that's totally legitimate. Um, and that's sort of my reasoning behind um, not necessarily it being in any rush to call Perunovic up. Um, I, I don't think that bringing him up, you know, for example, if you bring him up for tonight's game against the Kings, I, obviously not going to happen, but if that were to, if that were to be the case, if if the if I woke up this morning and Luke Korak tweeted that Scott Perunovich had been called up to the AHL or the NHL, as much as I would be excited, as much as I would be, oh, I can't wait to watch him 
you know, play for the Blues. I don't think that that solves the problems that the Blues are having. Like JTAP says in chat, we need a Bowmeister, he says. I think that's the perfect way to describe it. As much as Prunovich would help this offense and probably lead them to continue to put up seven goals on teams like the LA Kings, every once in a while, you're, the offense is going to run dry and you're going to need guys that really can shut the opponent down. And Scott Prunovich is not that. And that's just not the type of player he is. That's no criticism of him. That's no criticism of his game whatsoever. But at the end of the day, right now, if you're bringing in one guy to fix the St. Louis Blues, it's a defensive defenseman. And maybe that's Nico Mikola, but in-house, I don't know if the Blues have a solution, unless it's just a matter of their defense kind of playing a little bit more cohesively and stepping up a little bit more. Um, but at the moment, Scott Prunovich isn't the solution to that problem. That being said... You don't necessarily just have to call Scott Prunovich up because you need to fill a hole. You can call Scott Prunovich up because he's really, really good at hockey. Um, we've seen it with Cal McCars, the Quinn Hughes, five foot nine to six feet defenseman who can skate their tails off and move the puck around like a forward are a hot commodity in this league and can make any team go from a, a pretty good offensive team to an absolute juggernaut. And maybe if in five to 10 games, the offense slows down a little bit. The offense dies out and, you know, they're not putting up five and a half goals a game and the defense is still struggling a little bit and they need an injection of offense back into this team. Who better to call up than Scott Perunovic? Um, because at some point this season, the offense will be an issue. That's just the, that's just how a hockey season works over 82 games. Certain elements of your, of your system are going to flourish. Certain elements are going to fail. There's going to be games when the defense is firing on all cylinders and the offense can't be found. There's going to be games when the offense is firing all cylinders and the defense can't be found. There's going to be games when every single part of the blues system is working perfectly and they blow a team out of the, out of the water and they look like they're ready to win a Stanley cup. And then the very next game, nothing will be working. The defense is a mess. The offense is a mess. The goaltending is a mess and they'll lose six, nothing. That is the trend of a hockey season. Um, that's just how it goes. So when we get to the inevitable stretch of games where the offense goes cold and the defense is, is still looking a little suspect, then you call up Scott Perunovich. Then you say, all right, we need a little boost in our offense. Um, Blank defense defenseman isn't playing well lately. Scott Perunovich is. Let's call him up. Let's insert him into the lineup. Um, but right now, that's not their primary focus. So Scott Brunovich gets to continue to tear it up in the AHL for the time being, which is awesome. I love seeing those highlights. I love I love catching up on the Springfield Thunderbirds and seeing what's, who, who Scott Brunovich is embarrassing on any given night. And that's just what we're going to have to wait through for now. We're going to have to be patient. Um, I don't think we're going to be seeing Scott Brunovich this week, but it could be next week. It could be the week after that. Who knows? He will play for the Blues at some point this season. I'm confident in that. Um, but I think it'll be at a time when the defense uh, maybe fixes itself a little bit more um, and they can afford to put a little more offensive focus into the defensive side of things. Um, and also when the offense itself is struggling rather than the defense. But right now, it, it, I think it would be a lateral move. I think it would help the offense that doesn't really need helping and it could only really hurt the defense at the moment. So Scott Brunovich, I think, is perfectly fine where he is in the AHL right now. Um, but that could be very temporary. I'm looking forward to seeing him continue to light up the AHL and then at some point light up the NHL. Um, but for the time being, I can be patient. I can wait because, like, like I said, it's a good problem to have. Now, we are reaching the last segment, and I'm going to be talking all about the upcoming matchup between the St. Louis Blues and LA Kings, a rematch of the last game where the Blues won 7-3. to Buchnevich is coming back to the lineup. Billy Huso is making his season debut. Lots to talk about. But before we get into that, 
Got to talk to you guys about our good friends over at Built Bar. Did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There is something for everyone. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. And if you don't know the Built Bar flavors, well, you're definitely missing out. You got coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get yourself a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. Each bar, you're getting 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. And when we return, I'll be getting into tonight's matchup between the St. Louis Blues and LA Kings, picking my locked-on player of the game and more, so don't go anywhere. All right, all right, all right. Final segment, Monday episode, first episode of the week. Big game tonight, debut of Billy Huso. But first, my pick for locked on player of the game. I guess that comes with a little bit of, little bit of lead up, and that has to do with Billy Huso being the starter for the St. Louis Blues. Now, the last time we played the LA Kings was just a few days ago, and we put up a seven spot on them, a touchdown from the St. Louis Blues. The offense was... Once again, dominant as it has been seemingly all season. Um, but now tonight, a little bit of a different look. Pavel Buchnevich is back in the lineup, and Philly Huso is between the pipes for the St. Louis Blues. And I'm not worried. I'm very, very intrigued by how tonight's game is going to go because as we talked about last week, the goaltender is the heart and soul of a team, and how much a team trusts their goalie is dependent on or it will lead to how hard they play in front of them. So are we going to be seeing a completely different blues team in terms of effort tonight? Maybe that's definitely something that they've been guilty of in the past. We've seen a lot of blues teams where the starting goalie or even the backup goalie, when Jake Allen was the backup, we've seen a lot of times when the blues will rally in front of one of their goalies, but then leave the other one hung out the dry and, and, really struggle in those games. We saw that with Billy Huso last year. I think him being a rookie was difficult. I think that there was reason why the team sort of had a little bit of lack of trust in him. He definitely struggled at times, especially early in games, giving up a lot of goals on like the first or second shots of the game. Um, but that being said, you could see it in the team as well. You could see that those early goals when Huso was in net were a lot more demoralizing than the early goals when Bennington was in net. Um, so I'm very curious tonight to see, especially if the offense doesn't put up seven goals, which they're probably not going to. Maybe they will. Maybe I'll look silly. That'd be great. But, you know, there's more, much more likely that it's going to be two or three or four, like most NHL games. Um, and Huso is also probably going to not be as good as Jordan Bennington because he is the backup goalie. So it's going to be very interesting to see whether or not the Blues are able to rally in front of him. And that being said, my pick for locked-on player of the game is a guy that I think has looked really, really good this season and is sort of just one step away from reinstilling the fan base's confidence in him. And that is Colton Pareko. Um, I think the the bright spots of this defense have been oftentimes a result of Colton Pareko and his play. He looks fast. He looks confident. He looks strong out there um, a lot better than he did last season when he was dealing with his injury. I still think he's looking a little hesitant at times um, and not as great as he could be. But I do think tonight is going to be the first test where the defense is going to be leaned on a little bit more than they have in any other game with Vili Huso in net. They're going to have to th- work a little bit harder to prevent those high-danger scoring chances because Vili Huso isn't as good as Jordan Bennington at, at robbing the opponents. Um, 
on you know those high danger chances that we see Jordan Bennington sprawl out to make so many times. Um, but if Pareko is able to anchor the defense tonight and allow Billy Houston to be comfortable early, especially early on, especially early on, because we saw it so much last year, Billy Huso gave up goals on the first, second, third shots of the game. If early on Huso can settle in and that is a result of Colton Pareko and the defense playing strong, playing consistent and, and just keeping the LA Kings away from the slot and keeping them away from the middle of the ice and high danger scoring chances, then. Billy Huso will be able to have a strong game, but that starts from puck drop and that starts with the defense. Um, and the defense starts with Colton Pareko. So if Colton Pareko is able to have a strong game tonight, it will have a domino effect leading to Billy Huso playing stronger in the cage, leading to the rest of the team playing more confident in front of him. And if the Blues can continue their success this season and also have two reliable goaltenders in Jordan Bennington and Billy Huso, this is going to be a really, really fun season to watch because this team looks really strong. And the one question mark that we haven't seen yet is backup goaltending, is Vili Huso. Will will we be able to win 15 of his 25 starts? Or, or will we be relying on Jordan Bennington to get us the majority of the wins? All those questions and more are going to be answered tonight. But I do think that's all the time we have today. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you to JTAP, MCAG, and anyone else who is in the YouTube watching and commenting. I, it makes these episodes so much more fun with this fan engagement. Gives me topics to talk about. Helps me transition better. I can't rave about it enough means the world to me and Tommy when he's on here as well. So if you guys want to join in on that, make sure you follow us on Twitter and subscribe to us on YouTube because whenever we go live, if you're subscribed to us, you get a notification on YouTube and we tweet about it as well. That way you can be like JTAP and MCAG, ask us questions, hear them read live on the pod and live on YouTube. Um, but yeah, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Lockdown Blues, like I said. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, at Lockdown Blues. Follow me on twitter at josh hyman nhl follow tommy on twitter at t welcher 15 thank you all so much for listening and as always let's go blues <laughs>